I am Tova Cito. I believe our lives should be happy, healthy, and abundant. And I believe it's our job to get us there. Every week, I will have inspiring, educational, and fun conversations that will help you live your very best life. Welcome to The Remedy. Hey, everyone. Happy, well, today's Monday, but whatever day you're listening to this, happy day. So grateful that you have chosen to join us for another episode of The Remedy. So I especially want to thank Ellis Thomas for being today's sponsor. Ellis is so generous, and she gave a wonderful donation to help pay Kev, DJ Kevy Kev. <laughs> That's funny. I love that name. My wife and I talked about using that name for uh, if we have a daughter, Ellis. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I do love the name Ellis. It's, a, it's a, one of her family too. names. It's uh, a pretty name, yeah. isn't it's it? It's a beautiful name. I have the pleasure of knowing her, and she is an exquisite person. Oh, you know her? Yes. Oh, you're lucky. I she know. is beautiful. She is beautiful. She is beautiful. Yeah. So thank you, Ellis. Thank you very well, much. And I'm so glad she sponsored today. I know. Since she knows you, that will make her even more happy. As so, you know, yeah, certain small businesses <clears throat> are not, you know, so hot right now. Thriving. So thank you guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So if you're listening to The Remedy and it's kind of helping you, we would appreciate, of course, you considering sponsorship. It's a great way to keep Kev alive. Um, it's so easy. All you have to do is go to tovacito.com and click on the remedy and click on make a contribution. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. So today we have Janice. Hello. In the studio. (laughs) And it's so nice to see you, even though I couldn't hug you and you're (laughs) six feet away. Like, and I'm sitting here with gloves gloves on. on. (laughs) Yes. Hey, we're like we're, eight feet. You know, yeah, you guys are, we're, we're you're good. good. You're a good distance. Where you are, it was hard. It was hard not to hug you, Kev. It, it was. It feels so unnatural. Yeah, but you know, we're we're trying really hard to be responsible and take the, it's serious. It's really important. Yeah, it is it serious. It really is important. So we can make minor adjustments, temporary minor adjustments. Yesterday, <laughs> I went to my daughter Blair's house and to take her something and. Didn't hug her children, and it that talk about hard. Oh, I was your so hard not like, to oh. hug my grandchildren. Oh, that would be, yeah, that yeah. would not be easy. No, it's I'm not. still hugging my kids. Maybe I shouldn't be, but no, I think I don't think you can avoid your yeah, own kids. I just can't <laughs> not hug them. Yeah, I think that's all right. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> uh, and I hold on tight I for know. a long time. I know. <laughs> um. Okay, so uh, Janice and I, I, I know that we have been talking to y'all about um, doing workshops and da da da, and all, all of that is obviously on hold. Um, but we feel so strongly about what we're doing, and we feel so strongly about uh, providing hope and and authentic, honest conversations with people that I think they're really wanting. And so Janice and I met. Was it Friday? Yes. Yes. Friday in our home. And we kind of brainstormed for a couple of hours on ways that we are wanting to communicate with you and kind of keep that going. So whether it's going to be a webinar or 
a live video on Instagram where you can interactively ask questions. We're going to figure it out. We are. Um, because one, we believe so much in what we're doing. And two, I think it really helps people. Like I, I do too. I really, and I think people are dying for ways to connect right now. Well, the thing that was so effective about the women's group that we had was that it was based on what they wanted to know, and yeah. we weren't coming up with the topics. So when yeah. they presented the questions, and that's what we would do with the webinar mm -hmm. is they would – when they signed up, they could put in questions, mm -hmm. and then we would answer them on this on the webinar. And there yeah. are ways that you can do it to where people can actually interact with us as we're doing it and ask additional questions. So we're going to try to figure that out, and we think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, we just I you will not be able to escape that. us. Yeah, <laughs> can't, can't, you know, you're not getting rid of us that <laughs> easy. <laughs> yeah, we definitely need Kevin's help. I mean, it's so funny because we have all these ideas, but we don't know how to do them. That's like, right. we know our strengths. <laughs> and I'm working double time to figure this stuff out for everybody right now. So. Good. I'm sure. Good. I'm sure. So we we don't, that's not our strengths and I don't want it to be. So we're going to, we're going to get people that are smarter than us well, to help us. And I think one of the things that could be so interesting about it is we could have people from all over the country doing it the same webinar. So yeah. then you get different perspectives and different questions based yeah. on different age groups or different locales or which is so, ethnicities or whatever. It'll be well, really, which will make it even more because it's not just our neighborhood. Right. It'll be fantastic, yeah. I think. Yeah, I do too. Really, really, really excited about it. Me too. And we're, we're going to figure it out. So yep. everybody stay tuned. We'll um, update you on Instagram. And uh, I have a group, big group that I send an email out. So we'll, as soon as we have it all figured out, we'll keep you posted on how to tune in and sign up and register. And and I think, I think people need, I need it right now. Like I'm dying for connection and to, like I, I take it seriously. So I'm not, you know, having dinner parties at my house, but right. dang it if I don't miss dinner parties, you know? I, know? I mean, so if there are ways that we, I mean, all, all of the people that I hear about who are doing these like, uh, virtual happy hours yeah. and yeah. it's, I love, I love that people are finding ways to connect. I do too. You have to do it. We need it. Yeah. We were built for connection. We yes. were created to be in community. We just were. Yeah. So being in lockdown is not normal. It's not it's oh. not what our souls it's, it's time of year to sit on the patio and yes. have a cocktail, you know? Yes. It's spring. Like birds are singing, things are blooming. Like it is funny though that while this is going on, the weather sucks. Oh. <laughs> it just happens to be like apocalyptic <laughs> weather outside too. No, it will not stop raining. You know, we got over like five inches in like three days last week. Yeah, we had flooding. That means the lakes will be full. Better water skiing. Yep. Yeah. Summer's yeah. coming. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. It'll. Okay. So today um, I asked Janice if she would come in because she, I mean, you, I've told you this a thousand <laughs> times, like you bring such comfort to me. There's been so many times, so many times where I have been upset or sad or down or depressed or going through something so difficult and I would go to your office, meet with you and walk out and think it's all going to be okay. Like oh, you, so sweet. Oh, you just have an amazing way about you. Yeah. You are comforting. 
very oh, comforting. Thank you. Yes. It, it, isn't it true, Kev? Definitely. Like, Although I think you. you're comforting, too. Oh, you are That's for sure so comforting. Everyone's comforting but me. That's, yeah. <laughs> now, we're comfortable with you. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Very comfortable with you. Oh. Very comfortable. So, um, so I thought it would be really good to, I mean, it's no secret that a ton of people are dealing, there's all kinds of stress in this, whether it's family or, you know, not getting outside, financial, there's... So much that people have their businesses, you know, so many people are running companies or, you know, they're, they're trying to figure out how do we, you know, what, you know, it's the hard part, Janice, about all this. And there's a million things that are difficult. But one of the things that I was talking about with a friend last night is we are all having to make temporary adjustments to our lives, whether it's you know, physical, financial, um, work-wise, like we are having to make temporary adjustments for something that doesn't have, we don't know what that word means. Like we don't know whether it's two weeks or two months or six months. And, you know, people are having to make, should we buy? Should we sell? Should we, right? you know, should we invest? Should we liquidate everything? Should we refinance? Should we, you know, there's just, there's a lot, there's a lot. And then you've got your kids at your feet. If you're a mom or a dad, you know, kids are home. I mean, my kids were in my house this morning at nine o'clock, wide awake. You know, they've got to do school. <laughs> right. They've got to do school and, you know, managing all that. It's just, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. You know, I think the thing though, that we, we want to really try to focus on during times like this and actually, we really never know. We always think we know That's what's going to happen, but we don't know. We don't know when the stock market's going to go up or down. We don't know when somebody's going to become severely ill. We yeah. don't know, but we think we know. So we all suffer a little bit from the illusion of control, which is definitely an illusion. And really, the thing it's that really we want... a really good point. Yeah, we want to practice one day at a time. Or we, you know, I tell people, wiggle your toes mm. and become, stay where your feet are yeah. in this moment. Because when we're trying so hard to figure it all out, yes, we want to make decisions that are sound decisions, but we can't figure this out because this is something that is so new to all of us. And none of us have experienced anything quite like this. In my, in my mind, it reminds me of 9-11. Yeah. Because it was something, this is something so monumental the worldwide world, yeah, the world that we still. never anticipated happening. Yeah. I remember when yeah. the, the whole thing in China started, I actually kind of poo-pooed it, not for them, but thinking, oh, it would never get over here. Me too. I'm like, we would never let that happen. No. You know? And so, you know, so because we don't know, but what we do know Right now at this moment is what's going on right now at this moment. Yeah. And so you just give up the illusion of figuring it out. I actually think that's a very comforting thought is, you know, a month ago we all woke up and we thought we knew how it was all going to go. Right. Like, and yeah. we didn't. Like no. it is a false sense of it's security. An it is an illusion. It is. It is an illusion. So, so right now we get to practice the reality 
that we never know. You never know. Years ago, I wrote an article called Look at Your Toes. Oh, you did? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, I love that. Yeah, look at your toes. Look at your feet. And it was all about being where you are. Well, so what happens so much in these sort of times is that, or when we are experiencing something that we had not anticipated at all, is we we experience fear, yeah. which is a false experience appearing real. The fear right now is that someone we love may become sick, or that we may become sick, or mm-hmm. that you know, the economy is going to tank. And so mm-hmm. there are a million stories we can yep. make up about what might happen. Yep. Um, when I have had the privilege for many, many years to be a member of Al-Anon, and that's one of the very first things I learned was one day at a time, mm. one minute at a time, mm-hmm. one hour at a time, whatever mm-hmm. you need to do. And don't forget to breathe, 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 breathe. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it'll help you that sort of fear lodges in your gut. And so when you breathe and get your mind, so fear is a result of some story you're making up. Yep. And so in order to get yourself back inside your body and to be aware of what you're thinking, what story you're making up, if you breathe and blow out, you breathe in and blow out, you'll release a lot of that energy. Fear mm. has a whole lot of energy, but we, we it lodges in our guts. Mm-hmm. And so breathing will help tremendously and talk about it. Yeah. You know, put words to your fear. Yeah. Um, because there there's, you know, there's a there's a very dark blanket that is covering our earth mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And it is heavy and it's there's we all feel a deep level of sadness when we think about the people who yeah. are ill or yeah. the people who are can't get the care or can't financially get the care, just the financially you know it's i was i love italy so much and mm-hmm. that the italians i my my heart breaks for Me those too. people waking up yesterday and reading that 800 close to 800 people died just in 24 hours like I know. that is and they're having to choose who to care for because there's not enough. And I know. And so ugh. what we want to do is we want to, when we read something like that, which I'm not a fan of the newspapers, but, I mean, I do think that it's important right now to have information. Yeah. And um, But I think that we have to take, whenever we read something like that or hear something like that, I think what we want to do is feel the sadness and the heavy-heartedness and then go to your brain and remember that this is going to pass. Yeah, it is. This too it's hard to shall believe it, pass. But it will. Yes, it will. It will. And that is that's promise. Yeah. Yeah. Was this, it Solomon that the wisest uh, person that ever lived uh-huh. and yes. wrote that and yes. said that. It, yes. It it will. It's it's so hard to believe that no matter what that is when you're in it. I mean, when I, when I lost my, my children, I never thought the the idea that one day I would laugh or be joyful again, it never, I I sentenced myself to a life of misery because Mm -hmm. I thought it would never be okay again. Well, that grief, that level of grief that you experienced is the biggest 
ever. There is nothing bigger than that level of grief. And although the memories are still there, the feeling is gone. Yes. And you are full of joy and you're full of laughter. Totally. And And if you told me at the time that this would pass, I would have been offended. (laughs) I really would have been offended, you know, that you, if you had told me one day you're going to find joy and, and be happy again, I would have, I would have been angry. Sure. That you would suggest sure. that there would be another day. But it's I remember the first time I ever heard your story. Sorry, Toby, I didn't mean to no, interrupt. It's okay. But um when we were yeah. over at the old studio and we were on a different show, and I just remember thinking like it starts um with the first tragedy and then you just have more tragedy and more tragedy. And I keep thinking, like, how the hell does this story have a happy ending? Like, how is she sitting here right now talking to us? And I totally can understand where you'd think that that would just never go away. I mean, even hearing about it, I I wonder it baffles me. Like wow. I would think that you'd never would get oh, over that you know the I human know. spirit is so and our god is well, so far more resilient than i even ex- ex- knew was possible you know we well, are it, it, and when you think about that we are an expression of divinity and mm-hmm. so the mm-hmm. the spirit of the spirit of the universe or god or whatever name you want to put it is that we are that yes we are that and so the the abundance that we've all experienced in the past that is of that spirit yeah. we are the expression of that so it will be back yeah it's it and we claim it for ourselves mm-hmm. and that will really help to not don't forget about that yeah. because we are not alone we're not we have each other and we have the universe yeah so, but but that experience that you had, Tova, you are that the testimony that you have as a result of that uh, has affected thousands of people. Well, I'm and, I'm not saying that because I think I'm amazing. I'm saying it because because we as we are a resilient. We're way more resilient than we could ever imagine. That's right. And we like we always have hope. We always, we always have hope. We always have, this is not going to last forever. It feels like it. It feels like when, like you said, when, when there's a dark, heavy blanket, it's hard to imagine that one day it's, I mean, that, that visual, I felt that like, and it is how it feels right now. And that blanket will be lifted. Yes. I promise. Yes. It will be lifted. Yes, it will. So. In the meantime, I know um, there's a lot of people. I mean, you and I both counsel people. We both have had people call us or sit in our offices or on our couch and and who are struggling, you know, because it's just, it manifests. I mean, if you're, so, so, so let's, let's talk through some ways to manage this stress this okay. anxiety yeah. I think this that's a really fear. good idea yeah i think i think that one thing is we need to be able to feel our feelings i was telling you earlier the other day i was on my elliptical and i was listening to music and i there i was just thinking of several things that are happening in my world and around about the world and and uh, I started crying and I literally cried for like 30 minutes which is like a long time that's and a really long time to cry I know because you I told know. me one time when people 10 minutes yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like but I mean I wasn't true. like wailing for 30 minutes but I would cry <laughs> and then I would kind of stop and then I would cry again yeah and and 
And once I fit, it's like I had held in a lot of emotion for a pretty long period of time. And I just let it out. And then I felt so much better. So what happens is we have a collective consciousness. I do believe this. So we are emotionally connected to every human being on earth. And so when people in Italy or China are sad, that energy is going to, we'll have a piece of it. Mm-hmm. When we, it's impossible to read about something or hear about something like that and not yeah. feel that pain. We're connected. The first time I read your book, I was on an airplane. Big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Do not read my book on a plane. Do not. (laughs) And I have no idea how many people have told me that. I thought about you feeling that pain, and it was ugly. (laughs) It was a snotty cry. (laughs) But it was, you know, so we are feeling a lot of that collective consciousness and that collective energy. And so what we want to do is name it. I feel sad. If you need to cry, cry. If you need to lie on the floor in the fetal position and cry the ugly cry, do that. Yeah, Uh, You're going to feel anxiety, which is resisted fear. Mm. And so... That is... I've never heard anybody say that, but it's... Anxiety is... So fear is, is the feeling. And when we resist it, it turns into anxiety. So, so name that fear. What are you afraid of? Make a list, write it down and really acknowledge it and, and don't shame yourself for it and don't think, okay, well, I'm having fear, so I have no faith. They can, they can occupy the same space. Absolutely. And so allow- it actually bothers me when people say that fear is a lack of faith. Right. It- I mean, God equipped us with that capacity to feel fear and a lot of t- I mean fear is why I'm sitting here in these gloves yes <laughs> in yes the office yes you know because we it helps us be aware of the, sure. of the possibility sure. and so we want to um make sure that people allow themselves to have those feelings it's good um because what another thing is that you want to express it verbally. I think it's important to tell your children because they will pick up on it. And I think you can say, look, this is a little bit of a scary time. Mm-hmm. So fear is one thing that a lot of people will feel. And so that's human. Mm-hmm. So it's that's what keeps us from walking out in front of a you know, a Mm -hmm. car on the Mm -hmm. highway or, Mm -hmm. you know, so, so it's not bad. Mm -mm. And I think it would be really helpful for people when they're at the dinner table to talk about it. How was your day? What are you feeling? Because children are going to get snippets of this. And, you know, when they hear about people dying like crazy and people are talking about it in the kitchen or they're talking about it on the radio or television, they have a, they have a limited capacity to, to, to think, okay, I'm this tiny, tiny speck in this world, so the chances of it happening to me or somebody I love are very slim. Actually, the chances of any of us dying from this right here in mm-hmm. this room mm-hmm. are very, very slim. Mm-hmm. You know, And so we want to talk to our children about that because they can't differentiate between that. And yeah. they're going to hear about older people. Yeah. And, you know, they're going to think about their grandparents yeah. and all of that. And Absolutely. so, you know, my, my daughters can say to their children, yes, Tutu is over 65 or 60 and yeah. over 60. 
And so, but she's in really good health and she exercises and she doesn't have breathing problems. So the chances of her dying from this are are slim, Mm -hmm. you know, and so, but you put words to those sort of things and, and, and really talk to your children about it. There's another thing that you can do. I think it's important with our children and us as well is for us to stay in gratitude while we're in the midst of those feelings. And so you could say to your children, okay, we've talked about feelings. Now let's talk about something that is really that you're really grateful for as a result of this experience. Mm. And they may say, well, we're spending more time together or Mm -hmm. we're playing games or Mm -hmm. we are talking more or we're Mm -hmm. hugging more, whatever that Mm -hmm. is in your family, or just stay into gratitude because gratitude, Mm -hmm. there's nothing that is going to lift your mood more quickly than gratitude. And if you're having trouble thinking of something, then sit down with a pen and paper mm-hmm. and write it down. Mm-hmm. I've had to do that many times in my life when I thought that things were just really horrible. And gratitude, the attitude of gratitude, that was my dad's favorite. You know that, hmm. is it Chuck Swindoll that has that attitude of gratitude? I don't know. I've I heard think. it. I've oh, heard it's it. so it's good. That, yeah, it is but really good. It really, really, really will help. So um, make sure that, that you're doing what That helps on a good day. That is a game changer on a bad day. It is. It really is a game changer. And that's not just like us sitting here with a good idea. Like it is proven that when you spend five minutes every day in gratitude, your whole outlook, your mood, depression is lifted. Like things, your soul is impacted. Your spirit is lifted. It just... It's proven that gratitude is a game changer. Plus, it helps your immune system. Yes. And, you, you know, so so yeah. sadness and, and fear, a lot of that is a result of what we're thinking. And so gratitude is a way that we do cognitive replacement or thought mm-hmm. replacement. Mm-hmm. When you're thinking about all the things for which you're grateful you you're it's you will feel a lift in your mood. It yeah. doesn't mean it's going to totally go away, but it will definitely help. Yeah, totally. Uh, one other thing, Tova, is that you know because this situation has a lot of different levels of the potential heartache that it could bring. If people are really really depressed and they are having any sort of suicidal thoughts, mm-hmm. please reach out. Yeah. Because there are, so do you want me to give those stages of yeah. suicide no, ideation? I think it would be really good. I've, I've already had two moms contact me during, in the last week about their, their child reaching out to somebody else and telling their friends I'm thinking about committing suicide teenagers I mean the, and I mean it's this is real this it's, is a yeah. real problem people have more time people are isolated people are alone people are sad depressed and it's all exacerbated well so 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 there are five stages to suicide ideation the first stage is called passive suicide ideation and what that means is that the person thinks, gosh, I wish I weren't here. 
And and a lot of people have had that thought at some sure. point in time in their life. I have. You probably had when, sure. your, when your children died. I totally and, have. And so, so, so that's a really common sort of a thing. And during these sort of times, if somebody is sick or if they're worried about their business, I think in particular, yeah. I think sometimes about men during this time because mm-hmm. they feel like they've got to be the strength of the house and stuff, and they may be really, really, really worried about their business and yeah. stuff. So that yeah, I can say that's there. That's probably true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that For that's sure. a that's a that's something that's that real. you don't want to take lightly. Mm-hmm. Second thing is suicide ideation with a plan. So sage. So it. I no suicide ideation, passive suicide ideation. The first stage. I don't want to be here anymore. The second stage suicide ideation. Maybe I'll kill myself. Mm. So that is goes from just I don't want to be here to the actual thought of the potential of killing themselves. Mm. The third stage is suicide ideation with a plan. First stage, I don't want to be here anymore. Second stage, I don't want to be here anymore, and I'm, I'm thinking I might kill myself. Third stage, I don't want to be here anymore. I think I might try to kill myself and I'll do it by taking a bunch of pills. Mm-hmm. Fourth stage, suicide ideation with a plan to implement the plan. First stage, passive. I don't want to be here anymore. Second stage, I don't want to be here anymore, and I'm thinking I might kill myself. Third stage, suicide ideation with a plan. I don't want to be here anymore. Or, I, I, yeah, I don't want to be here anymore. I think I might kill myself. I'm going to do it by taking pills. Fourth stage, Plan to implement the plan. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be here anymore. I think I might kill myself. I will do it by taking pills, and I'm going to do it Friday night when everybody is asleep. Mm-hmm. Fifth stage, taking action, mm-hmm. either trying or doing it. Mm-hmm. When somebody is really depressed or you get the vibe that they're depressed, the first thing you're going to want to ask them is, have you thought about killing yourself? Mm-hmm. I've never in my life heard of anybody say, no, but now that you mention it, that's a really good idea. (laughs) You know? Right. So people are so hesitant to put words to that. Yes. So ask them. If they say yes, and what's interesting, I I have to do this all the time when people come in my office and they're depressed, I have to do a suicide evaluation and document it, you know? And, And so, so... But most people are so uncomfortable asking that question, you know, and absolutely. It's like the untouchable. Like, yeah. I'm not going to bring that up. Yeah. But, you're, but, you, but your point is such a good one. Like, if if you asked me, are you contemplating suicide? I'd be like, no, like you're, you're not going to give me that idea. No. And what's interesting, because a lot of people think, well, people would not tell the truth with that, but they do. It's they very do. interesting. They will say they typically if they have, yeah, well, I've thought about it. Mm-hmm. Then the then you ask them. Then you say, "Have you thought about how you would do it?" Because mm-hmm. then you can understand where they are in the process. Well, you need to know what yeah. stage they're in. Yeah. And if they if they say pills, then I would say, "Well, do you have pills? Have you been collecting pills? Do you have a gun? Do you have a rope? Yeah. Have you done any of those preliminary tasks to prepare for that? Mm. And then then you say, you know, if, if somebody has a plan, take them to the hospital. 
don't mess around with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because there's between stage three and four a plan and a plan to implement the plan. What happens is people get in, we call it the tunnel, and it's kind of like when you flush the commode and that swirl goes around. Mm -hmm. That's what people kind of get into that. And if they have a plan or a plan to implement the plan, there is a very strong chance that they may try to do that. And so... And it happens. This happens. I mean, yeah, it does it, happen. You and I both know several people who have either done it or attempted. Like this is not, yeah. this is not unheard of. No, it isn't. So take it seriously, mm -hmm. you know. And I think that it's if you'll be aware of that and don't be afraid to speak. There's and I have many times thought in my head I would like to travel around to high schools and tell. It just educate them about the five stages of suicide ideation yeah. so that because I think teenagers a lot of times will poo-poo that and think, oh, God, they're, well, they're just moody or whatever. And, you know, they need they, we need to know how to evaluate that. Yeah. And if somebody has a plan or plan to implement the plan, take it seriously. Yeah. You know, because because they, they need it, help it is serious. Immediately. Yeah. You want to prevent them from taking action. Yeah. And. In times like this, those things are going to increase. Yeah. Suicide's going to increase. Abuse is going to increase. All the things that are, all the not so amazing things in our society that come because of stress or depression or anxiety or fear, all of that's amped up in to levels that we, we haven't seen before. I right. mean, this is just a, a whole... This is an uh, this is another game, you know. This is a serious. This is this is serious, yeah, and so it is. all of those things are going to increase. They just are. I mean, I got a news article from a friend of mine that said uh, in the Fort Worth Star Telegram that severe abuse cases are. I mean, the hospitals, the Children's Hospital in Fort Worth is. They have, you know, so many more cases just in the last week of severe abuse because that has increased in the last week to children. They're home more. Their parents are home. Everybody's more stressed. Well, and they're stressed, stressed and they're scared. And, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times people, you when they're scared, you'll what you'll actually see is aggressive behavior because they don't know what the answer is again. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so it's the fear mm -hmm. that they're experiencing. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's real. So if you get if you're finding yourself really getting angry with your children, go for a walk, go outside. Or your spouse. Or your spouse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's real. And try to take a break in your in your house. Mm -hmm. You know, say, "Okay, I'm going to go take a bath for 30 minutes and I'm going to escape and mm -hmm. you know, burn a candle and sit in the bathtub mm -hmm. and listen to soft music or something to give you some sort of relief." I was thinking the other day about getting a massage and I'm like, Oh, yeah, no, I don't think I want to get a massage. <laughs> you know, so some of the things mm -hmm. that, I mean, we can't even get our nails done. <laughs> yeah, no, it's you know? true. And so, so it's our like our some escape, of our, our relief, mm -hmm. our, yeah, it's, yeah. Is it little things that bring us joy or peace or just, just a relief? Just a, a little escape? Yes. We can't do that. No. Yeah, some of that will be changed for a little bit. Yeah. I do love, I do love all the walks. I do too. I, I love, I, my neighborhood has completely changed in 
the last week. And I, the first thing I noticed was all the men who are working from home have their AirPods on and they have all their conference calls. Right. You know, I'm like, there's 10 times more men walking now, even than uh-huh. women. Mm-hmm. But now I'm, now that everybody's home, I'm seeing families out. I mean, I'm seeing people that I haven't seen. I'm meeting people that I haven't met before. And I don't know if you noticed this, but in, in your neighborhood, and I know you, you guys have been walking more as well, getting uh-huh. out, just enjoying getting out more a little bit is um, how much friendlier everybody is. The other day, Tom and I were walking down Abbott, and this woman, she was probably my age, and she had her weights, and she was walking, and she said, hi, and we're like, hi, and she goes, God bless you. (laughs) And Tom goes, do you think she said that because of what's going on? And I said, yes, I do. Yeah. Because there is a camaraderie that is forming in this world entire world that I have never experienced. Even 9-11 was different because there was an enemy. There were people that we perceived as enemies. And this is not that. Yeah, that's really a perfect... And it's worldwide. Worldwide. Yes. And to me, that's been a beautiful thing. And I know that sounds strange, but I feel like for the first time in my lifetime, 48 years old, we're all the same. Mm-hmm. We're, we are, it doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter what your, how many you know, letters you have after your name. You, everybody's home. Every, we are all, we all are in this, I mean, people have said it a thousand times, a thousand different ways, but we really are all the same. We are all in this together. Well, and we are recognizing that. I mean, Mm -hmm. we've always been the same. Yes. But now we're recognizing it and we're mindful of it. And that's a gift. Yes. And there are gifts in in this sort of experience for people. Absolutely. There's a lot of sadness, and I do not want to minimize that Mm -hmm. at all. But I do think that when we focus on the gifts in it, it will Mm -hmm. help us spread that attitude Mm -hmm. back out into the world because Mm -hmm. the blanket will be lifted. Mm -hmm. And, and I mean, I, I have to say I have found so like, of course I'm sad. And to what you said is really important by finding the good. We're not minimizing the hard, the difficult, the sad, but you know, if we don't take a moment to, to say, okay, I actually really love my kids' home. Like, like yeah. I love that I'm having to cook more. I love, I love that they have to be with me. That they don't get to, yeah. You know, like going out with their yeah, friends isn't even an right. option. Like that's you're right. in lockdown. This is yeah. not extended spring break. Like we owe it to our fellow human beings to do this well, that means we will be in lockdown. That means we will take this seriously. It means we will stay six feet. It means we will use sanitizer. It means we will limit our engagement. I mean, we just have to. Yes, we we do. Have to. I read today, or I heard, if everybody in the world stayed in their house for 14 days. It'd be over. It'd be over. Yes. I thought about that yesterday. It's interesting. Like if everybody just did this, it would... It, the sooner we all do this right, the sooner it goes away. 
Well, and you know, I think so much of our life is filled with activity that we don't, we don't, other than weekends or, or nighttime, we don't have, we might take a vacation, but we don't have that much extended time with the people that are in our house. Mm -hmm. And I am, and I'm loving that. I'm loving being in the house with Tom. I think I said earlier, other than him eating carrots in the kitchen when I'm in there, I'm really liking (laughs) him being in there. <laughs> They're That's so, so noisy. Hilarious. <laughs> but oh. there are there are gifts in that. Mm-hmm. You know, and there are things that we can do to help with loneliness because I I do think it'll it's worth our while to talk just a little bit about people who live alone. Yeah. Um yeah. and oh, and one other thing about not taking action while we're in the midst of all of this you know, life-altering action, unless it's really positive. Don't file for divorce. Don't necessarily sell your house. Yeah. Don't move to Alaska unless you're really wanting to be in Alaska. Right. I mean, some things like that that make sure because we, when we're, when we are feeling all of these emotions, what we'll tend to do is create some sort of it feels chaotic inside, so we'll tend to displace it on the outside and create some sort of diverted activity yeah. on the outside to take us out of those feelings. Yeah. So I just really want everybody to take that seriously That's because good. people could make some decisions that they really regret. Yeah. Might not want to quit your job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Don't quit your job. Yeah. Don't, don't quit. have an affair. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> like, like just, no, don't, don't. That would not be social distancing. <laughs> exactly. It'd be a direct Good violation. point. <laughs> no, but, but I mean, we're saying this, but it's true. Like, don't make big moves right now. You're, we are not in the headspace. Yeah, not, no. Don't be impulsive. No, that impulsivity is not going to, it's not going to do you any good. No. Um, do you want me to, t- you want to talk really quick about what that astronaut said? Yes. These things, I thought this was cool. In the New York Times, there was a, there was a guy named Scott Kelly, who is a retired uh, NASA astronaut, astronaut, and he spent nearly a, a year on the International Space Station. And these were his his uh, points of helping people when they are alone. Ooh. And he said, follow a schedule, but pace yourself. Make sure um, that uh, that you have a positive daily schedule. That's good. I think I, that's really good, too. I love the word positive. Yes. And because you know what? That's how we have it. It's a mindset. Even just using that word, like... It is our choice how we, how we, I mean, I'm looking at my schedule today. This is all I have, right? you know? And so that can feel hard. You know, it can feel hard that that's all I have because I'm usually so busy and, you know, we're all usually a lot more busy, but we can make positive choices. Like we can do positive things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Have a positive and, plan for your uh-huh, day. Uh-huh. And get up, set your alarm. Yeah. Instead of staying in bed until 10, you yeah. know, get up at 7 or 6 or whatever. Make yeah. sure you're going to bed mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not staying up. Just it would be really easy to binge on sure. something, you know, and but but bedtime because sleep is so important to your immune yes, system is. as is exercise. Make sure there's some sort and of your exercise. emotional state. Yeah. I've been I mean, sleeping like 12 hours a night. 
Well, I sleep, I sleep a lot. I sleep like 10 hours, but I go to bed at 9. Get up <laughs> yeah, at I stay six. up late and sleep like one thirty. <laughs> no exercise. Yeah. Make sure you go outside. That was another thing that yes. he talked about. It's good. Because the sounds, the birds. I, I've noticed the birds are Me so too. noisy right now, and I Me love too. it. It's springtime. You I hear know. that. That is such a simple thing. I mean, I was laying in bed yesterday morning, and I heard this dove, and I was like, some oh. of that cute dove. Like, I was thinking, is it a dove? Is it an owl? Like, uh-huh. you do have time to smell the flowers. Yes. It's nice. It is. And then with springtime right now, it's things are blooming. It really is a beautiful time to be a little slower. The azaleas are blooming. The tulips are in full. Like, it, it's it's a beautiful time in nature and it is and we it don't is. always get to appreciate that because no. we're up and at them busy yep. yeah yeah uh he suggested keeping a journal mm-hmm. which is interesting because it is such a different experience mm-hmm. that could be there's relief in writing about things and keeping a journal would be something that you could leave to your grandchildren or mm-hmm. your you know your children could keep a journal for themselves i think that's a really good idea, especially if you journal about your feelings. Mm-hmm. That'll help. That's really good. One thing real quick on that. My yeah. sister, she has a son who's autistic. Uh-huh. And so you know, a change in his schedule is really difficult. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And it's just difficult. You know, everything is really hard. And one thing that she's doing with her son, and I thought it was so cute, is they, they made a time capsule. Oh. And so every day they're clipping things out of the newspaper. He's journaling about how he feels. He Like they are, they're creating a time capsule for this period of time. And oh, it's like a, fabulous. it's like a project, you know, yes. it's something. And if you have littles and you don't like, I mean, that's, that's, I, I, when I was on a walk or I was actually going bike riding the other day and saw this girl and <laughs> she was like, I was like, how are you doing? She had two twin boys that were, four she has a six-year-old and I was like how are things she's like day 10 been rough (laughs) she's like it's been a rough rough day Uh and I was like oh like you know you got to get creative yeah with those little I love the time capsule that's something that's really good yeah it's great uh take time to connect you know one thing that that we as the older generation can do is is read online to your grandchildren if you want. If you're not, if you're not wanting to be close because of your keeping your social distancing, mm-hmm. is you could go online and FaceTime and read them a book oh, that's and show such them the pictures. I thought that was a really cute idea yes. too. Um, I have a daughter in Australia. My middle daughter's in Australia, and they're about to lock down Australia. Mm-hmm. And she last night we were talking, and she just said, "I feel so far away mm-hmm. from y'all." And so it's really important that those people who do live in different places is that we make an effort to FaceTime with them. And yeah. and it's really cute. She has four kids, and she's thinking about being locked in her house. Good God. She's really nervous <laughs> about it because the twins are two and a half. So Wow. But but it that's important. So make sure that you contact stay keep in contact with friends and family. It's good. Listen to the experts. Mm. If they tell you to stay inside, mm-hmm. 
Although here I am sitting in Kevin's studio. <laughs> All three of us are uh-huh. not doing that right now. But. And, and, but well, this is it. This yeah, is our, this is this it is our, for me too. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Because we need to we need to apply yeah. all of those we suggestions do. to our lives. Use sanitizer. Yep. My brother in law is chief of staff of a hospital and he I talked with him yesterday and he said, clean your countertops a couple of times a day mm. with either a bleach mm. diluted bleach or an or a sanitizer. Mm. And he said, And stay away from people. Yeah. It's you, important. We, it, it really Really, it's it's serious. It's serious. Like it's, this is. I mean, look at look at the measures our world is taking. If if it wasn't serious, this would not be happening. No, it's serious. It's serious. When when hundreds of people are dying every thousands of people now are dying every day. Like well, and I think that with the I think that with the millennials. Need to be mindful of what they are doing. Yep. They may think, "Oh well, if I get it, I'm not going to die." But if they get it, they're going to infect older people, yep. and it is. And they need to be mindful of that. Yes. So remind and your children, so or remind yourselves contagious. of that. It's yeah. So, I mean, this thing lives long after. If you're a carrier and you touch something, it it stays there long after you've left. Yeah. That's why you. That's why I want to strangle the kids on the beach in uh, Miami and whatnot. I'm just like, you know. Yeah. Have you seen any of those videos? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't really care if I get Corona. I'm not going to stop partying. It's like, dude, nobody's worried about you getting Corona, asswipe. But you could give it to a bunch of other people <laughs> and kill them. Asswipe. I like that. It's just so preaching. Uh, sorry, it just drives me nuts. No, it's it's true. irresponsible and it's selfish. It, it is. really is. They're, that it's mindset the law, is irresponsible. Even, and still doing it's, it. It's just. It's totally irresponsible i've told my kids like this is not extended spring break like you're not having friends over you're not going out like we are in lockdown Mm -hmm. like yeah it it, it, we have to do this well for our for humanity it makes sure people know about us we're the only three people in this building so i mean we're not gathering and we're spaced apart and plus i think it's doing a service i think it's comforting people who listen to your show every week to be able to keep that part of their routine well, so I encourage everyone to stay on the air as long as you can, just because you know it's well, comforting to people. Podcasts and TV are pretty much all we have. You know, it yeah. is connecting yeah. through and the everyone's internet. finding creative ways to keep it going. Yeah, it's important. It is. It's really important. And don't you know the the captain is on the bridge, mm-hmm. and there's a I, reading. Yes, please. That I, I love. You, you have said this to me. Um, a thousand times. A thousand and times. It never, ever, ever, ever gets old. So I think I really think we should just end with this because okay. I think it's just this will bring a lot of people comfort. And if you need anything, like if you, like Janice and I are available. Like I, I mean, through yeah. FaceTime. That like I'm still counseling this week. Several people. I'm just doing it. At your house? At my no, no, no. I'm not doing. I'm doing it on. Uh, hold on, no music yet. Oh, she's got to read. <laughs> she's got to read the captain on the bridge. I thought you were closing out. <laughs> no, we're, we will in a second. But if if y'all need any, like yeah, contact, reach yeah. out to us. Like I can do Facetime stuff. I'm. I know. I do. I've got. Yes. Ske- I've got clients scheduled all week. Yeah. So yeah, it's just with Facetime. Well, I know voice. you're way 
more busy than I am, but I just don't want anybody to feel, and people have reached out to me and I want them to because it's a different time and it you is. are not alone. You're not alone. No, we, no. we are here. We're, all of us are here. We need to be there for each other. We do. So, we do. so read, read the okay. captain on the bridge. This is the this captain's is so on the bridge. And comforting. this is, this is by Emmett Fox. And, and this was written in the forties. Uh, and he was a, uh, I love him. Uh, a science of mind minister. Mm-hmm. And this is one of my daily devotional books that I read. It's around the year with Emmett Fox. And I've read it for, I don't know, 25 years probably. And this is September 5th, The Captain's on the Bridge. The world is not going to the dogs. The human race is not doomed. Civilization is not going to crash. The captain is on the bridge. Humanity is going through a difficult time, but humanity has gone through difficulties many times before in its long history and has always come through strengthened and purified. Do not worry yourself about the universe collapsing. It is not going to collapse, and anyway, that question is none of your business. (laughs) The captain is on the bridge. If the survival of humanity depended upon you or me, it would be a poor lookout for the great enterprise, would it not? The captain is on the bridge. God is still in business. All that you have to do is realize the presence of God where trouble seems to be, to do your nearest duty to the very best of your ability, and to keep an even mind until the storm is over. The captain is on the bridge. I love keep an even mind. I know. That's a beautiful thing to say. It is. I'll send this to you and you can put it on your website. Yeah, I would absolutely love that. Get a hold of oh, it. We can post it on Instagram. Okay, okay yeah, cool. I, would I love posted it. it on my Instagram. But, you know, I just realized that I have I have to approve people on my Instagram. I'm going to take that off. Oh, you, you people have to be invited or you uh, have to approve that they uh-huh, are on your. Uh-huh. Wow, yes, very hoity. <laughs> well. I did that it when is, I very first it set it up because I had some really crazy clients. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can understand that. But I don't really anymore. It is it is Janice Gant. <laughs> it is. <laughs> the one and only. Oh yeah. <laughs> the kind real of are a big deal. That's why we love you so much. Oh, you're so you help sweet. so much, Janice. Thank you so you're much for your so welcome. insight, for your hope, for the reminders that this is, it's going to pass. Because the captain is on the bridge. God is still in control and we're all, it's all going to be okay. It's going to be good. It is going to be good. Yeah. Thank you, Janice. You're welcome, Tova. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you, Janice.